Deplorable Nation, a podcast where your voices can be heard, where things that affect you and your family are important, because it's important to all of us. Every one of us matters and everybody has a voice. We're going to be bringing you news, current events, and throw in a lot of humor, and then you decide for yourself. Hello and welcome to another episode of Deplorable Nation. I'm your host, Deplorable Janet. This is episode number 49, Legit Chat. And today I have the Legit Bat podcast family on here with me. We have Joe, Jen, and Ben. So how the heck are you guys doing today? Fucking fantastic. Hey, Thanks good. for having us on. I like your legit chat. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> You're not the only one that makes those jokes, but that's yeah. a new one, actually. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> so, Ben, how are you? Oh, doing pretty well. I got home and finished setting everything up. <laughs> yeah, the green screen looks great, actually. I can't wait to uh, actually use it with uh, the background and all that. It's going to look so professional. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. So I'm super stoked to have you guys on here today, but I've got to ask, what is the story behind the legit bat? So funny. We've just told this like the last three <laughs> podcasts we've done. I think I think we but have it down to a good that's all right, yeah. succinct story. Go ahead, now, babe. Though. You got this. So it's uh, it started out as an episode of Workaholics where uh, they're talking about their dad's dicks. So it is a dick joke right off the bat. <laughs> but he, uh, nice. He dick talks jokes always how, welcome. Yeah. He talks about how his dad has a legit bat that he's packing down there. So that this started when me, Ben, and my roommate were living together. And I had just met Jen and she lived across the country. So we lived together, had this joke already. The first time she came out to visit us, my roommate, Tony, had this actual bat, like a Louis, Louisville slugger. And he had her first night she's there right in big block letters, legit on the bat. And it was just an inside joke that we had because she had no idea what the fuck that was. So then we showed yeah, her I'd the episode. I'd never seen the episode. <laughs> after that, it was like, oh. But then it, it morphed from there to uh, every time we'd get drunk and have weird conversations like we do on our show, uh, he would pass the legit bat to whoever said the wittiest thing of the night. It was kind of like a baton or a scepter of like, you won the legit bat tonight. So it went, it went around to different people. And then uh, when we got married in 2017, nice. at, at the ceremony, he presented her with the legit bat as like the ultimate, like, you win. So we have it in our living room right now. Currently, it's still there. And it still it's has the original the lettering on there. It needs to be redone. But uh, yeah. so when we started the show, it was actually Ben that came up with the idea for the title because he's like, you know, it's like whoever says the wittiest thing, which you call it the legit bat podcast. I'm like, nobody's going to fucking get that. It works like, out really Who well. cares? Who's going to fucking listen anyway? I'm like, oh, that's fair. All right, let's call it that. And it just stuck. So the name has nothing to do with what we do on the show. It also kind of morphed into whatever we do now, too. Uh, 
conspiracy, drunk talk, whatever. So kind of like yours. <laughs> yeah, those are the most fun kind of shows, I think. So, Jen, I got to know, um, when you first came down to visit um, and they gave you this bet, I want to know, did you actually see Joe's legit bet beforehand? Beforehand? <laughs> no. So we met online on a video game, actually. <laughs> so I hadn't seen anything. We didn't actually, we didn't send dick pics <laughs> and things like that. So, so the first, <laughs> the first time I met him, I flew out across the country and landed at like midnight. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I saw his legit bat right after, but it was not before. <laughs> it was very soon after, though. It was the same day. We kissed, said I love you, and banged all within like four hours. It was pretty nice. <laughs> and met a hell of a relationship. Hell yeah. And then we got married like six months later. <laughs> Must have been a good bat then. <laughs> it's a legit bat. <laughs> Oh, so the funny thing is that you, I heard your story about you guys meeting on the video game. <laughs> yeah. um, I just want to say my husband and I met the same kind of way. No way. When yeah. back in the day when Facebook used to actually have games on it, um, we met on an app called uh, Sex Games. Oh, imagine that God. yeah imagine that great great story but i thought um, you were gonna say farmville <laughs> farmville, <laughs> farmville check your crops farmville he gave me twenty thousand gold coins and i was just like this is the one we did make jokes about that kind of shit too <laughs> it's so funny that you knew what farmville was because most people don't have a clue what that is oh yeah we met I never we met it. I just on, knew what it was uh well we yeah, I checked it out. Like, I checked out all the games that used to be on there. But, yeah, we met on sex games, and then we started playing real sex games later. So, it was a good thing. It was a well, good meeting. Can you, tell us, can you tell me about the game, though? Because what is that? Mm. How do you... How do you play sex games? <laughs> um, it was where they would give you like different scenarios and put you in different kind of situations. And you could um, like choose to make this move or you could choose like uh to run away from the person or you know meet up for a one night stand or whatever it was kind of like a like an options cool. game like where you like want to choose your own adventure yeah like those old books <laughs> yeah so it was quite the like adventure all of the that's a weird trailers trailers Facebook to that have. they end up showing for games these days are you sure because No, I can't believe they, that's interesting. So I've seen ads for games like that. I just didn't realize there were real people playing them. So you have a choose your own adventure where you go up to someone and you can do what you want with that person and they can then respond, but you're interacting with an avatar. Yeah. And it it was really like, it was weird. Like Facebook was weird back then because, you know, you could play like, uh, Farkle, like the dice game or, you know, uh, like all kinds of stuff where you could like send people things that they could create a wall with, you know, like just hearts or 
I don't send like slutty messages to people or whatnot. Yeah, it was like back in the day. I was kind well, of digging that. Slut, so that's oh, awesome. geez, that's, that's exactly right. You know <laughs> that one. <laughs> so when? How long did you guys play this game before you decided to meet in person? Um, you know, it wasn't very long. I think we probably had been talking for maybe a couple months because we lived in different states. And then he actually flew to see me on Thanksgiving one year, and we've been together ever since. That's awesome. Wow, that is a very cool story. It is. How far away did he live? Um, Driving-wise, it was almost seven hours. Oh, that's not bad at all. He flew? Yeah. Um, He used to work for an airline. And so, um, like, he could get a jump seat once in a while. And if not, I would drive. To That's go down cool. to see him, so yeah, I'm a I'm a Midwesterner, uh, Midwest farm girl. So, yeah, I I yeah. Uh, I lived in Indiana at the time, so I would drive down here like as soon as I got off work on a Friday, spend Friday night, Saturday night, and have to turn around and go back on Sunday, which kind of sucked. And we did that for I think four years. Oh, geez. Yeah, oh, the long distance for four years. Yeah. We could only was- do the long distance for a couple months. And I was like, you need to just like move out here. We're, I'm Wait, over this. where did you live in Indiana? Because that's where I lived when I met Joe, actually. I lived in Indiana. I'm from Terre Haute. Oh, okay. I lived in Michigan City. I know where Terre Haute yeah, is. I know where exactly, exactly where that is. Yep. That's cool. So that's why when I heard you say that, I was like, oh, we got the same kind of story. <laughs> so, so Ben, tell me a story about you. Huh. <laughs> uh, there's a lot. Um, I will tell you a caveat to Jen's first visit. Um, <clears throat> so on the last day, uh, Joe and I had at the time both of our children there. And... Uh, we knew that Jen had to catch a flight pretty soon. So they were sitting there talking about only having a couple hours left. We were may or may not have been day drinking. We were definitely day drinking. And, uh, I remember <laughs> there, something came up about them banging yeah, one more time <laughs> before they left. And so I was, I remember me and Tony were like, dude, it's fine. We'll turn on music. Like we'll entertain the kids, but like, just go fuck. Like it's fine. And, um, so they they went <laughs> they went in there and uh we're sitting there you know just kind of like you know trying to make like loud noises for the kids and stuff and um at one point I don't remember why really but I did a mortal combat as I walked by their room and and yelled finish her like right as I walked by and I could hear them busting up laughing like while while right after that and then uh, like, I don't know, it was maybe like 15 minutes they came back out. I'm like, I'm sorry, I might have killed the mood. My bad. No, you didn't. And we were being very quiet, to be fair. I remember that. It was daytime banging. You had to be kind of quiet. We had kids <laughs> yeah. there, too. <laughs> but when the kids are not there, I'm sure it's not quiet. Oh, there's hooting and hollering. It gets crazy. <laughs> so how old how old are the kids? <laughs> that, the timing on that was epic. Uh, our kids are 15 and 9, and Ben's is, oh, shit, 8 and 4? 3. 3. Okay. I can't nice. keep track of those. I don't know. 
Yeah. That's, those are um, interesting ages. Do you have boys or girls or both? I have a 15 year old daughter and he has a nine year old son. And then Ben has, there's Ben has a six second delay. So Ben has an eight year old son and a three year old daughter. Um, Jen, have you got the hormonal stage from your daughter yet? Uh, it's been there for yeah, a like while. six years ago. <laughs> Super I think fun. it. I think it started appearing around nine. I was like, "Oh, that's early. You don't like Barbies anymore. Mm-hmm. You like being mean, and you want clothes and money. Okay, cool." <laughs> and it just hasn't stopped. Uh, Crazy. <laughs> no, fun she's times. really great though. She's actually very responsible. She's a good kid. She definitely has an attitude for sure, but she's awesome. She's actually That's putting away our Walmart groceries right now. I was going to say, she's, she's in the cool. other room. She can probably hear us no, talking No, she's shit. being really sweet. She's she's helping. She's very helpful. Yeah, we went through that um, stage because my daughter started hers early too. And it was like, um, went from sweet angel to baby Satan. And oh, I did not Satan. think for like a year and a half that one of us was going to make it out alive. Um, it was... Very interesting, but her and I are super close now, and um, she's like my best friend in the world, and and she's so like silly, but like she calls me about weed stories all the time because <laughs> those are, I mean, and other things like there's nothing about her life that I don't know. Wow, in graphic detail, which is <laughs> which, which is cool, but at the same time. It, TMI, babe. TMI. <laughs> and how old is that one? Yeah, how old is she now? Um, she just graduated college, so she's twenty-two. Oh, wow! Yeah. Wow! Congratulations to her. What did she go to school for? Uh social work. That's cool. She wants to work with uh drug addiction, actually. Nice. So, but what a time to do that. Yeah, so she's going to be really busy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she is. Lots of clients, so not going to be a problem. So, Ben, how about you? Any uh, issues with your little chitlins? I mean, they were born? He's laughing. Um, no, I'm just joking. Uh, they, uh, yeah, I mean, there's always, there's always <laughs> like, you know, minor issues with them. Um, Put them back. <laughs> Yeah, if I could shove them back into a cave, that'd be great. But uh, I can't. So one of them, uh, the oldest one, he'll be nine in November. And then my daughter just turned three <laughs> in April. Uh, and they're they're both pretty good kids. They're, they, they have a lot of energy, specifically the boy. He's, he's uh, uh, since I can remember, since he was just barely walking, even when he was crawling, it was just A to B, A to B, never stopped moving. But other than just like, you know, little kid shit, the regular, regular uh, regressions and uh, progressions, I really don't have any complaints or any issues. I know that as teenagers, they're going to be absolute fuck all to deal with. So I'm just kind of, you know, uh, enjoying my time while they're not. Is he a Scorpio? Yep. Just like Joe. Is Ben? No, lo- the li- sorry, the little boy you're talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. He's a holler, holler to fellow Scorpios out there. <laughs> Maybe that's what's wrong with me. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, there's probably a lot nah. of things. I, I stopped trying to make uh, <laughs> my mom stars is Scorpio. as an excuse for what's Scorpios wrong with me. Scorpios are great. 
<laughs> I have a lot of things wrong with me, but it's okay. I like me the way I am, all messed up. So, yeah. So yeah, tell me yeah. yeah, exactly. So tell me, like, what made you guys decide to start your podcast? So that <laughs> is easier to answer than the name, actually. Uh, I'm just insane and thought it would be hilarious to record our conversations because we used to just sit around and get drunk and we thought we were hilarious. <laughs> and I still think we do. He did. They thought they were so much more entertaining than they are. <laughs> which is and you're sitting there going, oh. No, no, no. Actually, we all no, we all joined in. Like it was a conversation that was all great. But I was like, I don't know about recording it and then broadcasting it out there. And I was like, it just it, turns out, it. no, it, it ended up being a great idea. I was just like, I wasn't I didn't knock the idea. Joe just came home really excited one day and was like, Hey, I want to start a podcast. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, that's cool. What do you want it to be about? And he's like, I don't know, just like drunk conversation. And I was like, Oh, that's so cool. I'm going to go finish putting away these dishes. Like, he just, I just, I was just like, I'm going to go fold the towels. I I wasn't (laughs) against the idea. I just, I didn't say anything negative. I just was not like, yeah, that's so cool. So he took that as that I didn't want to be involved at all. And then eventually we all got together and did it right after COVID because he wanted to do it for a long time, finally, slowly started gathering equipment and then. Well, and then COVID as soon as hit, and then we were like, hit, yeah, it was we have like, a lot to say about stuff. We better start talking now. A lot we can talk about here. Yeah, so we exactly. finally started in last August, and we had already, I had yeah. already talked to Ryan and Brandon from Dangerous World, and so they were kind of like my first in. Shout out to them. And Ron from yeah. New England, also shout out to him. Uh, we had this little group that we kind of like, you know, helped each other and d- did shows together, and that's where we really like started taking off is with them, but the last couple months have been insane. Like I never, never in a million years would have thought last August that we'd be talking to Tommy Chong. That's insane to me. Uh, apparently or anybody. All, I all can't you have believe to do we... is tell somebody about <laughs> a show and they're like, yeah, sure. I'll come on. I'm so like, Joe, nobody listens. Joe's so outgoing though. Joe will literally reach out to anybody. And I'm like, oh, like, I can't believe you did that. He just emails people and they're like, it's a very sweet community. Everyone's really nice. The and worst cool. people can do is say no. No, I, I wasn't yeah. thinking like, I wasn't like starstruck or anything. I just figured, oh, they're too busy. They'll be assholes, like typical people who get big or whatever. That was just my right. impression. And nobody did that. Everyone that came back to Joe was like, absolutely. I would love to be on your show. What time, what day? Everyone was very very nice about everything. So it was a shock for me because just to hear, just to see how nice people were and so accepting. And then it just kind of took off from there as we met more people, we were introduced to more platforms and more little groups and just ways to make the podcast bigger. But it was just, it was really awesome to see how much people just wanted to help and share and help everyone grow. It's really yeah. Neat. See, and I love the community, and yes, big shout out to the boys from Dangerous World. Love you bunches. Um, Ryan makes me crack up laughing. He's so crazy. Um, Brandon, I love you too. Uh, Brandon loves me because I do not like Bill Gates, but he still accepts me and loves me for who I am. Uh, we agree to disagree on those things. <laughs> you know, and like everybody, like black pill guys and and literally everybody that I've met that has a show are so nice. There's only a couple of people that I've reached out to that were complete jackholes really? about being on the show. 
And it's almost always a female that are oh. the problems. Like the dudes, I vibe with the dudes better. I do. And I guess that's because I'm not a frou-frou kind of chick, maybe. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we get along so much better. And like the girls are like, oh, no, like I'm totally too busy too busy oh, for yeah. you yeah cat we haven't totally dealt with cat. that yet i think it helps that i'm sandwiched between two dudes because i'm the same way as you i'm not i'm not like oh my god like let's talk about my feelings or let's whatever. get to the I'm, mall and get a manicure yeah. no no <laughs> let's go to the store and get more beer that's where yeah, i'm going yeah. yeah we need keystones yeah. and American spirits who wants to go <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> So what are your, um, like this question is going to be for Ben. What is your favorite kind of show to do or your favorite kind of thing to talk about? Because I know you're not real big into political stuff, but what kind of things are you into? What's the, what's the Ben side? Oh, uh, I am... (laughs) I am a Libra, so everything that I do, and I don't take that shit seriously at all, but it does describe me, so why leave it out of the story? Um, I find a balance to pretty much everything. So, like, anytime somebody comes and wants to talk to me about anything, I, I'm all, already going all the way down all the rabbit trails to both sides to try to get that clearer picture in the middle. So, for me, the, my favorite, uh, which, honestly, I thought you were going to ask what my favorite color was, and I was like, you got to be shitting me. Um but I would say that my favorite thing to talk about is uh, probably psychology. Uh, yeah, I was like, God damn it, blue, emerald, what do you want? Um, probably psychology, just because to me, the idea of how somebody's brain works <laughs> is how you end up figuring out where they're going to go. So not necessarily based off of history alone, um, but the psychology of what makes people tick in the moment, how their brain is working and processing. To me, that's probably the most important because human behavioral psychology like that, you can have a really good educated guess on what will happen next, how that person is going to process new information. And so to me, that goes into every route. It goes into how you interact with that person if you know that they're more receptive to a particular manner then you try your delivery in that manner if you know that they're immediately apprehensive about a delivery then you change it and what that does is that actually gets that conversation to a mutual meeting ground and for me the whole psychology behind human behavior is it's not even I, I wouldn't say that it's even as much of a hobby or um, something that I really do a lot of research on as much as it, it started coming naturally to me in my teen years. And so I just kept an eye out for it and started really enjoying keeping uh, an eye on people and people watching and, um, you know, voice inflections and facial expressions. I think they call them micro expressions, um, little tiny things that you can notice on a person to kind of get that feeling of, you know, where their head is at, despite what their words might say, which to me speaks a lot louder than people's words. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more with you. Um, I actually did a whole episode on psychology experiments and things like that. And of course, me coming from uh, a nursing background and teaching medical school and stuff, 
psychology to me is fascinating and it is also fascinating the ties from the psychology experiments to the actual CIA and the kind of experiments psychology wise that they conducted on people um, is flabbergasting. Like if people ever want to delve into that, it is the most interesting subject that I think you could ever think about in terms of the human mind and the human psyche and, and how people are going to react. So, well, and I think I hundred percent agree. I, I think the you know the biggest thing that really kind of gets me is I'm I'm not so much into the deep um, subconscious part of psychology the the little things that make a person kind of uh, think a certain way um, in the way of like a the deep, the deeper like feelings and, and stuff of psychology. I'm not really into that as much as I am like little ticks and the actual human behavioral part of it. Um, this, what the CIA has done with psychology and it, that leads off into rabbit trails mm-hmm. for unconventional warfare, CIA black sites, um, and everything that has gone into that is horrifying. It is, uh, very interesting mm-hmm. and also just absolutely horrifying. Um, I would say that it, for me, it got really started around probably the age of my son's age when Joe was probably, I think Joe would have been about 12. Um, my, our sister's, uh, ex-husband now, um, he used to get the original works of, uh, Sherlock Holmes by Arthur Conan Doyle. And I remember at a very young age reading through all of those novels and I, I loved how it was written because he would just do the most random shit and then everything would get explained as to why he did this random shit and how he solved the mystery. And, and to me, that was just absolutely awesome. It, it, the idea that there were these little functionalities behind doing stuff that either some people didn't understand or that you could pick up on in the way of him being a detective that later on would actually tell you who that person was, dirty knees, dirty hands, things of that nature. And so now anytime I'm meeting somebody, you know, in person for the first time, I, <laughs> I'm already scanning them for all of those different things that I can try to like pull off of them um, and kind of get a sense to it. Uh, we used to make it a game at my old job where the way that a person drove into the parking lot, how they parked, the kind of car they drove, how they got out, their walk up to the door was all something that we would try to deduct as to like what that person was going to be like. And for the most part, you can pretty much get it spot on. If you get a big old uh, guy who has a jacked up truck and comes racing into the parking lot and then parks like an a-hole and gets out like he owns the place, chances are you can probably guess how he's going to be when he gets inside the store. <laughs> so I got to ask, um, does that mean that you enjoy people watching as well and predict uh, like people's situations or, you know, like that couple is not married, that couple is actually having an affair or whatever. Do you do that when you're, do you people watch? Yeah, and I, I'll make assumptions, but they're never like audible just to, just because you never really know the story. Um, so I, I definitely will do that. Uh, driving is another thing where I do that is I'm constantly looking at like the patterns of the cars and where certain cars are a little bit off farther and things like that. So like I'm the biggest thing for me is that if I if I see something uh, that's a little out of place and I engage that person in a conversation, 
my point of engaging them is to try to draw out the unanswered questions <laughs> that I have for them. And it's usually never like direct questions. It's just a really, you know, surfacey conversation that I'm trying to figure out um, little ticks and things as to what they're saying and be like, oh, yeah, OK, now I now I see it. Um, but I, I don't I don't usually uh, say anything about what I'm seeing on somebody just because, I, you know, you could be wrong. So, so Jen, tell me, what is your favorite kind of show to do? What are you into? Oh, me? Sorry. Yes. I like, <laughs> lost my mind <laughs> for a sec. Um, I actually like all our shows, so it's hard. I, I used to hate the super political ones. I'm going to start with what I hate first. <laughs> I'm like, here's what I hate. I'll tell you what I like next. Um, I just didn't follow all this stuff, so what we did a lot in the beginning was uh, political stuff, which is fine. I paid attention to all of it. I just kind of was watching it from a different perspective and people would like name drop and be like, you know, this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy and this fact, 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 fact. And I was like, not interested because I can see what's happening without name dropping. Like it doesn't matter. You don't need to know all of these people to be able to tell what's just about to happen. So as far as like where society's going. So it doesn't matter. Right. Um, so I would really enjoy the podcast where we talked about like aliens and shit or like Bigfoot or something crazy that like is probably still happening. Um, other dimensions, things like that were like my favorite to do. We had a couple alien abduction episodes that we had on for a while. Um, and those were pretty great. And now I still like the political ones. I have a lot more to say. Um, I just don't like when people are like, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. <laughs> Those are the ones I'm like, oh, okay. Name dropper. <laughs> well, no, it's just it's talking about like, have you seen this news article and there's blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, fact, 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 fact. And I'm like, oh, cool. That sounds super interesting. I'm going to go literally do anything else. I, <laughs> I'm literally going to go so, clean my kitchen floor with a toothbrush. That's what I'm going to yeah. do because that's more fun. Yeah. But I like all our shows now because we just talk to people and the people that come around that want to do shows with us that we're able to get on are all super cool and chill. And we just always end up having a good conversation. So I think we have it all dialed in now. I don't mean to be so general, but I love all of our shows now. Every single one I look forward to just because it's like, what's going to happen next? I'm just curious to hear what this person has to say. I want to see their personality, see how they are see if they're cool. They must be. And they always are. I've, we, I haven't been let down one time. Like we always have awesome people on. It's great to meet everybody. So I don't know. I don't have a long run out story like Ben. I'm sorry, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I like them all. <laughs> He's famous for this tribe, so. uh, but no, but I hey, have to say, Ben said, <laughs> oh, God. Ben said, that's not at all the, about him. That's long and drawn out. Anyways, uh, I'll be brief. So we had this running <laughs> joke that was so funny that I will share with you. <laughs> Ben's about to know in six seconds. So like uh, <laughs> he, he used to write things. We used to have a kick chat. <laughs> <laughs> so when we played the video game, I actually met Ben first. So Ben was the first person I met on the game. Joe didn't even play the game because he's like, that's fucking dumb. I'm not playing that shit. He said he did for sure. So like I almost never met Joe. 
So Ben played the game and he was such a Nazi about the rules. And I just was like, dude, this guy, like he needs to fucking get a fucking life. Like, dude, calm down. It's a game. Like we're playing a game right now. And so we would have these kick chats and he'd be like, all right, listen, I'll be brief. And then he would literally, he'd click on it and it would be like, like this huge text thread that was like, a novel to read. And I was like, Oh, cool. Thanks for being brief. And that's how <laughs> Ben is. So every time he does that, which is frequent, we'll be like, Oh, I'll be brief. <laughs> this is all true. <laughs> you know, ben, Ben's poor like, ben. He's just trying to be thorough. <clears throat> he is thorough. No, Ben and I actually think a lot alike in so many different ways. So I'm not shitting on him at all. So in the game, we actually did not, he didn't like me just as much as I didn't like him. Like, I'll be fair with that. We were both like, fuck you. And then I, I used to tell him, I said, dude, you're like the little brother I never had. And then he became my little brother-in-law. So it was kind of like a little, little full circle, but no, he's like one of my best friends. I love Ben. Like he's one of my favorite people ever on earth. So I was just macking on you, Ben. Ooh, yeah. I don't know hey. about that, Joe. <laughs> with your brother. <laughs> Woo. Woo. JK. Gotta keep JK. it all in the family. <laughs> yeah. Hey. California's not like that. Yeah, we are. To the south, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Right. I don't Get do that. Here, you. <laughs> that would be Louisiana or Kentucky. Squeal like a pig, boy. <laughs> exactly. So, Joe, what's your favorite kind of show to do, or what do you not like? Um, I, I'm kind of in agreement with Jen. The last especially the last couple months, every show we've done has been great. Like I have such a great time with it. I think it's because we kind of know what we're doing now. I mean, kind of, but uh, it was <laughs> pain in the ass the first couple shows because it was so technical. Like I couldn't really convert, you know, concentrate on what we were doing because I was doing all the tech shit and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I want it to sound good, you know? So I didn't get to really uh, focus on what, the actual conversation, but the last few, we have it in such a groove now that I like all of them. But as far as a subject, I definitely like the more like sp uh, spiritual or magic conversations. We have tons of weird people on the uh, Miguel Connor with the Gnosticism and then Micah Dank with the astro theology. Yeah. There's I had Micah on. Mind blowing. Oh, did oh, you? Nice. Yeah. Yep. We did a show about that. And, um, we're talking about a future show. So hell yeah. yeah. I think he's been on three times now. I think Miguel's been on three yeah. times too, but yeah, they, it was good. We got that mashup was awesome. We did a live stream with them last week and, uh, that kind of stuff is definitely in my wheelhouse because I like, we grew up, you know, super religious. So I like that, yeah, kind me of too. Stuff, especially rebuttals to all the, all the spiritual stuff. So right. I love uh, expanding my knowledge of all that stuff. And that, that's been what, most of the show has been is us learning things we didn't know before. That's why it's exciting now. Cause now that we have the tech aspects down, I can just focus on these people that come on that. I'm like, I can't believe you're coming on my show, but that's awesome. I'm going to learn some shit from you. <clears throat> but exactly. what I don't like definitely agree with Jen again is the politics shit. It, it had its place at the time, especially last November, December, January. And it was fun only because we just get hammered and just talk shit on politicians because I hate all of them. So that was fun at the time. But now it's just beating a dead horse. Biden's a fucking moron. 
Or he's lost his mind and he's it's just elder. Without a doubt. Either way, <laughs> either way, I'm tired of talking about him as good as his sound drops are. Uh, probably the political stuff. I'm just over it. I'm so tired of it. That's why we tried to, after the uh, inauguration, I guess, we were like, let's pivot away from this shit. This is annoying. It's probably a distraction. Let's uh, look at the stars. Talk about stars. Let's talk about, uh, I don't know, old books. Let's do that. Yeah, and see, I love, like, with my show, I love going in a thousand different directions because everybody has a different story, and that's why I really love interviewing people even um, that, you you know, a lot of people would say off the streets, but, like, everyday people that aren't podcasters and stuff because they have the most interesting stories to share about, you know, their life or things they went through or, you know, whatever. But I have literally been all over the map with my shows. I mean, we've done like health shows, hidden cancer cures, you know, astro theology, uh, psychology, political stuff. I've literally been down like every path and, and I love it because every week is different and you never know what the hell you're going to get. That's why when you said uh, anything you want to talk about, I'm like, I don't know. We just kind of like start talking to these people and it goes wherever it goes. It's fun. It's, yep. it's, to me, it's more fun that way. I don't know if it's as fun for the listener, but um, I know whatever. I was thinking the same thing. So those are definitely my favorite shows where people are like, <laughs> who cares? And you know what it stems back to is where when Joe wanted to start the podcast, my very indifference to his idea is like the very thing that I'm like so attracted to now that we do the show. I'm like, oh yes, indifference. Like, yeah, let's go for it. So I guess I was supportive the whole time because yeah, that's you my never favorite. Know what crazy shit somebody's gonna say, and we're good at me and Ben and Jen are good at riffing off of people. So if we have some crazy, <laughs> right. we're usually on the same level with we're like, oh. We know where this dude's going. We can usually uh, feel people out and be like, let's make jokes. But everyone, (laughs) including you, that we've talked to, especially very recently, has been so cool and chill. We can just talk about anything. We can tell we're on the same page and it's not weird or challenging or like we don't have a weird conversation after like that was kind of what the fuck. But that hasn't happened. (laughs) Except tonight you're going to hang up and be like, what the fuck? Let's not do that again. (laughs) No way. Uh, We're going to be like, dude, she drinks Natty Light. Just like we used to (laughs) If we didn't get addicted to the white claw that hooked us, fucking Ryan, (laughs) I already told her. Yeah, she did. She did tell me about that, and um, my first thought in my head was sissy, sissy fuck. But then she explained it, and I was like, okay. No, it totally is. It was an experiment. We were trying not to get addicted. I was. My goal was to be like, this shit blows, Ryan. Your cousin's dumb, or his friend, or whatever. And I does blow. It's really good, actually. Oh shit! It got. It's like a worm that got into my head, and now it's eating my brain. I don't think it's uh, that great. It's just something that I could deal with. I I, I think I'm getting old because I literally have to water down my white claw with water, and I'm like, "Uh, I just can't handle the hang anymore. We feel a lot That's better. That's so funny because how old are you? We're me different ages. Yeah. Oh, I'm thirty. I got thirty-four. Yeah. Are you like Jen? How old are you? I'm forty-one. <laughs> okay, Ben. How old are you? I think I'm like got you all beat. So I need to hear this. 
Ben's the youngest. He's like 30, 30, 31, 30, 30. He'll respond in six seconds. <laughs> oh, I think we answered for him. He motioned with his hand, so. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm the parent of this group because How old are I, you? I am fifty. I will be fifty one oh, no in November. Yeah. Fifty is so, the new forty, remember? Fifty is yeah. the new thirty because forty is the new twenty. You know oh, the right. great thing? <laughs> yeah, the great thing about um being fifty though is one, you just really don't have any bag of fucks to give about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't care if I hurt somebody's feelings. I really don't care if somebody listens and they're like, oh, my God, that word is so offensive. Uh, if you if you get offended or triggered, uh, my show is not the one for you. Trust <laughs> me on that one. Like, but, yeah. Hmm. But no, I, I love being at my age because like I'm kind of a squirrely character, which you guys probably figured out anyway. And so like my whole goal in life is to embarrass our kids. Oh, yeah. And so like I'll go to concerts with my daughter, like the Vans Warp Tour or something, and I'll be up like, yeah, dancing and, you know, <laughs> acting a fool. And she's like, fuck, mom, like totally sit down, like sit down. That's like embarrassing. And I'm like, you asked me to come. I'm just having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, YOLO. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't say that, but I'm like, yeah. So it's like something you know, that an old person would say, like I would say, thinking that it's something young people would say. I'd be like, come on, guys, YOLO, right? They'd be like, you yeah, have to get with the like, times because you say need, that. You need to know no, when you- things like go out. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't take Please duck face photos anymore either. Mm-mm. Thank God. Yeah. That shit was dumb. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. Where did that go? It should go the way of the mom's uh, 80s butt, you know? I don't know why that came back in, but it needs to go away as well. The 80s butt jeans? Yeah. They came back. Yeah. My daughter specifically asked for them. She's like, she I want mom, mom jeans. jeans. No, I was like, don't. whoa, what? what? <laughs> I can call yeah. my mom because that's it's- when those were cool. <laughs> With the high waist and all that, like, mm-hmm. makes yeah. your butt look. It looks like yeah. the Twin Towers. It's insane. Why are you wearing that? <laughs> Somebody ride a plane into that. You gotta lift that shit up. Yeah. Ooh, that's a sex joke. <laughs> I'm gonna ride a plane into your Twin Towers with those mom jeans. <laughs> Park your car in my garage, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm so happy that you guys are on here with me and that, uh, you know, shout out to Ryan for hooking me up with you guys. So, oh, yeah. 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 Gotta love it. Fun times. So, so anyway, like, um, tell me, like, what are your, what are your intentions? What are your plans for the future as far as your podcast goes? Like, do you want to see small and magnetic fields still? <laughs> yeah, as long as we have internet. I don't know. We're just going to keep talking into microphones and putting them out. Uh, like you said, at the beginning, I kind of – I wasn't worried about people getting offended. I knew some people were definitely going to be just 
you know, whatever. No one really has those. No, we haven't not really yet. gotten big any hate. Yeah, don't <laughs> say don't say the word retard because people don't like retard. Retard. I said that a lot. Retard. I said retard on our last <laughs> show. Actually, I was like, "That's fucking retarded," and then I was like. Oh no, no, it's too wait. good of a word. And then I'm I not, couldn't I'm not take it back. I was like, <laughs> recording though. That's such a great word. I'm not <laughs> I'm not calling a retarded person retarded. That would, that's I, when I say that word, I'm not thinking of like you know, a handicapped kid or something. <laughs> I'm just thinking of a dumb person, you know? But, but yeah, <laughs> Isn't I was that kinda... the same? <laughs> Whoever's offended by it will be so mad at that. <laughs> I was kind of worried about stuff like that, like little shit we let slide in our <laughs> everyday conversations that I'm like, somebody's going to get offended at that. Who cares? And then Don't as listen soon to the started... fucking show. It's a choice. Sorry. As soon as yeah. we started going, though, I was like, <laughs> you know what? I really don't care anymore. Whatever. I actually bring the hate mail on. I will take you on toe to toe right now. Like, come at me. Nobody has. So that's good. But as far as where we're going, we're just going to keep doing this. Uh, I've been trying to book guests. I mean, we we're booked out for, I guess it's been a little bit, I guess about two weeks now. We just have random ass fucking people come on and it's fun every time. And the whole rock thing has brought a new level of fun to it because now we're doing video stuff. And that was a new thing to learn, but, uh, that's, well, I guess we're probably going to try to pivot towards Rockfin instead of Patreon. I don't get the whole Patreon thing anyway. It mm-hmm. kind of drives me nuts, but, uh, yeah, we're just going to keep going until we get the plug pulled on us. Like you did. <laughs> you are on my show. So you guys might be next on the nailed list. I, I did a show the, the title of this one. I, I, did, I did a show with um, my friend NY Patriot from the Occult Rejects, and uh, he was on my show, and then I did his show later on. He posted it to YouTube, and as soon as he posted it, YouTube sent him a message, uh, took the video down, and then uh, like s- put him in YouTube jail for however long. <laughs> I've heard really? enough about YouTube from uh, this whole community lately that I want nothing to do. Yeah, with. don't don't post anything on there. Yeah, I don't. It's but we've pointless. been on YouTube a couple times on other shows, and I'm like, yeah. how long is that going to be there? Because I'm not uploading shit to YouTube. Yeah. So you know, it's kind of funny though. Um, like talking about like getting things banned or whatever. Like I am on account number five now on uh, Twatter. <laughs> And so, oh, wow. you know, you can't go after journalists, um, especially Brian Stelter um, or Gemma Costa. You can't say anything about them because I called Gemma Costa a baboon. Uh, <laughs> I got my account taken down. I called. Shame, shame. Um, <laughs> I called uh, Brian Stelter a clown face. Fudgebacker. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a swear. Oh, no. Come on. He didn't oh. fudge I had a I made a picture of him, a meme, like I took a picture of his face and I put really bright pink cheeks, you know, like the old circus things or like Raggedy Ann and Andy where they had like the red circles that made real pink ones and I put like real thick blue eyeshadow on him and oh, stuff. God. Put a little bow in his hair and and posted that along with that um, caption. Yeah, I got booted off of there. I'm just seriously. 
Yes. Uh, Kathy um, Griffin can have a severed Trump head, but not get booted off Twitter for that. Well, yes, that's different. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. And there's always going to be somebody that's irritated or um, agitated at anything you say or whatever. Like I responded to somebody's Instagram story they sent me earlier today. And I said, that's fucking gay. And I got a warning because I said gay. And I was like, not gay as in gay, but gay as in that's Wait, fucking when you like, penis inside a man's asshole? Because I feel like you would have been totally valid, right? Well, <laughs> that's pretty fucking much. gay. That is it, gay. It, you know what it was? It was, I said fucking gay because it was a um, TikTok video of nurses at a COVID vaccination site. That is fucking Making oh, up this <laughs> dance thing. And there's like literally 40 employees in there, not a single fucking patient. And they're dancing around and ooh, slopping the hand sanitizer on and all these things and like showing patients to different or showing people how the flow moves from different tables and whatever. And I'm watching it. It's like, Two minutes and thirty seconds, and I was like, "That was so fucking gay." <laughs> warning, right. yeah, fucking IG warning, because I said "gay." Wow, to be come fair, on, you yeah. gotta start encoding your messages and use the A with In the poorly on the top. That you with said other fucking shit. gay. Uh, it could also be taken as seen in, in men's assholes. So uh, it's not like either way that you define it, you were wrong. They're both. <laughs> They're both completely valid for your story. They're both fucking exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they could be sticking needles in their assholes for all we know. I mean, you know, I hear you get hired. Ass you do that. <laughs> I think the world is taking shortcuts. They're just like cancel, cancel, cancel. Instead of just teaching people to just not give a fuck. Just be like, oh, that hurts your feelings. Here's what you can do. You can either get super pissed and really feelingy about it, or you could not give a fuck. And that's a choice that you are not making world because it's very I frustrating me. for me to see. on stress by switching to not giving a fuck. <laughs> exactly. It does. Fuck it all. It's a, it's a, it is fuck it all. And that is why, like, I think my life is drama-free, stress-free, and it's like so easy every single day. Because I just really do not care if I <laughs> hurt somebody's feelings. I just don't. It does make it easy. Have you ever yeah. seen the Fuck It All commercial on YouTube? Yes. A, a, that's like my favorite thing, which he's like, fuck it all. After I started exactly. saying fuck it all, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's like my favorite. Everyone needs a little bit of fuck it all. And stop being I wish so they butthurt. I wish they really made fuck it all because I would totally get them to sponsor my show. <laughs> they I they think do make lithium. fuck it all. I think they it's called heroin. <laughs> I don't need. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Any heroin uh, dealers you want to sponsor my show? Just kidding. Just kidding. They're all sorry. They're I too can't busy pay spending you. all their money on heroin to sponsor you. I said it. I know you won't exactly. hear it until way delayed, but. <laughs> that was perfect that was perfect ben thank you for out, that. actually <laughs> so 
you know, like talking about, like you guys mentioned the, the anal swabs for COVID. And I just want to say, um, you cannot swab for respiratory virus um, in the butthole. I might have worked for a physician in the past that when somebody came in for um, like a sinus infection or a sore throat, uh, we would do a, a vaginal swab to see if she had a, a vag infection. And I was like, that's weird. That's a fetish. <laughs> um, that is not that is not a diagnostic tool. That is just being a fucking creep. And so, you know, I'm just saying if people think that uh, swabbing the pooper to get a respiratory virus uh, is real, then I will tell you stories about the girls with glitter on their vaginas um, when they have a respiratory infection. Just saying. Wow. <laughs> Is that a sign of a respiratory infection? Glitter on the vagina? Oh. I feel like that would be the next new. Do you have glitter on your vagina? You might have COVID. Talk to your doctor about not being a slut. <laughs> now, There's Janet, a name you for you, ladies. That you can't yeah. check for a respiratory you know, virus by I have, swabbing. I have so many bubble. stories. Yeah. But I think. You know, you might be able to like stick a few more up there. Right. I'll let you know if I feel properly tested. Maybe get a bigger one. <laughs> if it goes all the way up, if it goes all the way up to your throat or your lungs. You're definitely a whore then. <laughs> yeah, that's just totally you know, the next. That's totally the next there test. Though. They're like, here's how we it, test. It actually kills good. you when we. Well, I'll let you know if I feel properly And then stab it from your ass inside of your lungs. To be fair, should be dead. So and they're like, go. well, you're going to die from our test, but you also tested negative for COVID. So <laughs> you also have gonorrhea and chlamydia and uh, every other nameable. You died from being a whore, but good job wearing your mask. <laughs> <laughs> I put a meme up of that a while ago of like a fat person, like with a burger and a soda and everything else wearing a mask, like, cause I care about other people's health. I care about health. So I'm going to wear the mask. I feel like debate. I unstuck myself from my chair. We yeah. talked about that with uh, Trusilla, how COVID <laughs> fatigue has just got everybody now. We're just so fucking, I'm so over like debating people about the mask and the vaccine that I just don't care anymore. I'm like, if you're that stuff if you're just gonna just do what you're told just fucking go do it like i'm i'm not gonna even explain my side of it anymore because you're not gonna listen anyway just go do it whatever hey but you know the good thing is that uh bill de blasio uh did a press conference today i don't know if you guys saw it he was absolutely stuffing his face because now you can get a burger and fries from shake shack if you prove that you got vaccinated, you lost shape. So he was sitting. He was sitting there on the. He was sitting there on the presser. It's like cramming French fries in his mouth, and he's like, "Oh, you can get these while you're after you get a shot." And he's like, "Is it too early to eat this burger? Oh, I got a burger too." Oh my god! And he's like, he's like chomping on his food the whole time, and he's like. Oh, at the end, he's like, this is what you get if you provide proof of vaccination. 
Oh my and God. then he strokes out. If that doesn't describe uh, idiocracy in America, I don't know. Right? What They're does. all at butt fuckers like, now in Downumberg. <laughs> I was like, that was the best press conference I think I've ever heard you give because uh, at least I heard you smacking your food instead of smacking your jaws. So it was great. <laughs> And now over to President Camacho. And Biden's like, oh, fucking where? I don't know. And here's Tylenol. Uh, (laughs) I got hairy legs. (laughs) Like uh, like I wouldn't uh, catch rubbing in the pool. And there was cockroaches. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. He's like, the leg hair would go down and then it would dry up and just pop back up. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? He's too easy to make (laughs) fun of, Why would you even tell that story ever, let alone in front of people for, like, president? At this point, making fun of Biden is punching down. I know. I feel like it's grandpa. It's the low-hanging fruit now. Well, you guys heard heard what he did at one of his... uh, He's going to live out his days on things, right? He, uh... He had answered some questions. He, he went off the stage and then somebody asked him another question. So he goes back to the microphone and goes, I'll, I'll, I'll answer a, a couple more questions. I'm I'm going to be in so much trouble and like looks off to the side as he said that. And it's like, you're the president of the United States. Yeah. Who are you getting in trouble with? Like Kamala Harris? Who are you in swinging dick? Like what? It's, it's question and answer time. Well, listen to this about headboard Harris, <laughs> camel toe Harris. Yeah, did you hear this one? Jan? I don't know if you, you probably did, but listen to this one. Constitution opens with the words as trite as it sounds, "We the people." It's time to remember that we the people are the government. <laughs> Fucking seriously. Yeah. Well, that's that's kind of true. Um, not to get real political or anything, but the whole government set up in 1776, um, that was a sellout. We are not a constitutional, uh, republic by any means. Uh, we are, uh, an, an, an industry, blah, 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 blah. A corporation. Yeah. Yeah, We're a corporation that, um, (laughs) Anytime you're born and you get a social security number, they sell you. Um, and so, like, the, the the government really does own you. They they sold you as a commodity. So, I, I so got to ask. kind of correct, but where's the fact checkers, like, disputing their mainstream narrative on that one? Well, are you talking about the hookers at Snopes? Uh, oh, yeah, any of those. Snope, yeah. The debunkers? <laughs> yeah. Well, there is bunking going on of some kind, but it doesn't debunking. <laughs> debunking. Just saying, we got a lot of hookers. Hookers working there. Hookers and blow. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that Bill Gates funded anyway, the Snopes thing? Yeah, I should totally start my own uh, fact check website. I should do that. Are you guys game? Uh, yeah. be my fact checkers. It's like the you could be like fact checking. You could be like this story is totally fake because it's fucking gay. That's what I'm target. <laughs> That's exactly not what true. I was going to say. My fact checks would That's not be facts on that whole thing. This is that. fucking gay. That was part of when we started. 
<laughs> but they'd also be a little bit fact. I mean, do you remember the story of Buddy the dog? So when before we started oh, the yeah. podcast, right when COVID hit and we were all very skeptical of it, they, there was a, an article. I, I would read articles every day and I would read them and realize what people were thinking. I wasn't reading them like thinking these articles were real. I was reading them like, holy shit, what is the world reading right now? And I read one awesome one about Buddy, the German shepherd, the first dog to test positive for COVID and die. And it was like a German shepherd. And the 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 picture was like a person with perfectly manicured fingernails holding like a just a frame of this German shepherd. And they're like, Buddy, the German shepherd has been the first dog to die from COVID. And I was like, that's obviously not fucking real. Anyone who believes that is a fucking idiot. We called him Sweet Boy, too. Yeah, it's a perfect, it's the perfect dog. The fucking police dog. The canine unit dog. A German Shepherd. His name was Buddy. Like, you could probably fucking dunk a basketball. Like, fuck you. So was he, was he Buddy the German Shepherd that got a mail-in voting ballot in the 2020 election? <laughs> same same one, yeah. That's why, that's why he died, honestly. It wasn't from COVID. <laughs> He got suicided. <laughs> he was on the Clinton hit list. <laughs> yep, he got zipped. He zipped himself into a suitcase and threw himself into a river. They should they be suiciding uh, Biden's dogs. Biden's dogs shitting all over the White House. <laughs> Are you sure it was the dogs? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god they catch biden no, at three morning. they're like Pres <laughs> mr president what are you doing oh i don't know he's like i thought the bathroom was out of here i was like shit he's like, he's like come on man <laughs> you know that, that happens to people like when they get older okay so um you you guys have a lot of great things to look forward to when you get older because you know how like um old people will like walk through the supermarket and like just fart when they walk. Yeah. Oh, I do that anyway. Right? Okay. Right. And you can you can get away with that when you're older because people don't care. Um but that goes for like poop too because <laughs> like you can eat stuff. You can eat stuff when you get older and you're like, oh, try to let a fart and you actually shit yourself. Okay. So you, you I, shart yourself, you shit your pants and then you're just like, oh, well, like I, yeah. That, we actually that have a whole episode about that. That didn't come out. That didn't come out as planned. We've all shit say, our pants. We have a whole episode have called have you shit your pants lately. One of our hey, high, listeners, if you want to listen to that one. One of our highest episodes. <laughs> Yeah. After eating spicy chicken, hello. Like whatever. It's literally it's like anything. all the time. I, if I have too much of anything, it's, it might be a shit in my pants. I'm, yeah. I have nailed it. Should I tell the story of no, just the kidding. They fart. We had I don't of shitting our pants. Yeah, do it. Fuck it. Yes. Yes. All right. So, <clears throat> what are you talking about? So here's the thing. So when I was working Saturdays, uh, Joe was also working uh, Saturdays occasionally. So I had just gotten over like a four day stomach bug and I was only working the four hour shift for overtime on the weekend. Joe was working uh, courier that that day as well. And so every now and again, he'd stop by. We'd have a cigarette or he'd grab a cup of coffee. Well, I had this customer come in 
Uh, his name was Eric Grossen. He worked at Chuck's Coin, and uh, it's like a it's like a gold store, right? So he was buying his system, his solar <laughs> system, outright, and uh, he would come in. He'd make these payments in like large, large amounts of cash. Well, he walks into the store, and I had felt way better than I had the previous four days. So I'm just in like jeans and my work shirt, and I felt like I had to fart. So I did and immediately regretted it because I not only shit my pants, but I could feel it uh, like that. You know, like when you squeeze your butt cheeks together after you think you might have shit your pants and then you just feel wet. So I did that and I immediately clenched my ass so hard to try to like, I don't know, keep keep the smell yep. in or something. And so I look at him and I'm like, hey, I need to go to the bathroom. And he's like, oh, no worries, man. I would do, too. I'll use Thanks. the one out front. So I walk with just the bottom parts of my legs, like I have an evergreen up my butt, back to the bathroom. And I then proceed to take off my underwear and throw them away and then clean up the rest of... Luckily, I didn't get any poo in my pants. So now <laughs> I'm going back out to finish the transaction. And I'm to. going commando. And I'm thinking the whole time, I'm like, don't. Do it. Don't trust a fart. So I put myself on this awesome NFP. It's called a no farting policy. And I finished the transaction. Not probably five minutes later, I get a text from Joe <laughs> and he goes, dude, you'll never guess what just happened. I just shit my pants and I had to use my underwear to wipe. And then I had to throw my underwear away in my FedEx trash can. I need to get this out of my van. Can I please put it in your dumpster? And I go, bro, I just crapped my pants and also had to throw them away. So yes, you can. So he shows up to my work and we both are looking at each other. Like we just saw each other's dicks for the first time. And I'm like, okay, we need to like never tell. Of course, this is the one of the most told stories that I've ever had. But ever since then, we've just kind of called sharding yourself grossening in honor of my customer's last name. It's suiting. You know what's you know what's awful is that those kind of stories are so flipping funny because like I moved down here and my mom and my daughter came down here to visit one time and I took them to this chicken restaurant and that's world famous they have really spicy chicken and whatnot and we leave and we're driving back to the house and it's like all the way across town. And I was like, oh, I'm going to let it fart because hello, I'm a gassy one. And so I farted. I thought it was a fart. It wasn't. I'm sitting there and I'm like, that feels really moist, moist and squishy. And, and so I looked and I had a bunch of napkins in the door of my car. And I was like, stuck them down the back of my pants trying to be all sly and stuff. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I pull him out, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, that's confirmation that something bad happened." And so I start busting out laughing because everything's fucking funny to me. And I started busting out laughing, and the more I laughed, the more I shit. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I was just gonna say, "Did you shit more?" Oh my god! Oh. 
<laughs> and I'm, I'm driving. I'm driving down the interstate, like laughing, <laughs> shit <in> my pants. <laughs> my, you just gotta let it go in, at that point. My family's in the car, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Rolling down the window. <laughs> <laughs> A shit in the pants smells so bad. Like you underestimate the value of water in the toilet until it's not it's, there. Oh, percent. <laughs> <laughs> well, the worst part about crapping your pants Good is times. the fact that it's Good not times. like it's felt not like, a like baby. the smell dissipates like a fart. Like you can't, f- you know, turn on the AC and roll your windows down, ah, ha, ha, and then right. it goes away. Right. No, it's it does like, not. Yeah, it's there. And as a matter of fact, you kind of worry about it seeping <laughs> no, into the seat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, especially if it's mushy. Oh yeah. Oh, we My always end up on at this point. We just talked about this a couple episodes ago about how we always end up talking about shit. I don't know why. It's because funny. shitting in your pants is hilarious because it, nobody expects it, is. it. First of all, why it's funny is that nobody expects it. They're like, I'm going to fart. And then they're like, oh my God. And they're terrified. That sheer terror that people have, that's what makes me laugh. Well, I think uh, people don't expect people it. to share with the world either, but we don't. Yeah, but you know, you know the funny, yeah, the funny thing is like, um, there's so many people that are like, oh, that's so gross. Like, you totally shit your pants. I've never done that. And well, they get real judgy. And then all of a sudden I get a text message and they're like, you're never going to guess what happened. And I'm like, mm, serves uh, you right for making fun of me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was the uh, the old liar test is you, uh, if you want to tell if somebody's a liar, you say, have you ever taken a poop and then looked at it before you flushed it? If they say no, fucking liar. Everything. They're lying. Shit. Yeah. They're lying. Yeah. I totally check that because I want to make sure there's like no yeah. like aliens or like anything <laughs> like that in the bowl. Yeah. We also want to know your uh, metabolic rate. So if you see the corn in there, you know it's been okay. Six, seven, <laughs> okay, it's been about eight hours. Good oh, metabolic rate. All right. I want to. Hey, see no, that's that's a, a good mental reminder for me because then it'll tell me like what I ate for dinner last night. I'll be like, oh, now I remember. Yeah, I don't like my shit's black. Oh wait, wait, wait! Blueberries, blueberries. Fuck. Okay, I'm not. Well, no, and also it's really good to check them out because sometimes they are photo worthy. Uh, ben hates mm. this, but I used to send him my shit all the time because I would have an epic log that was just unimaginably long or like uh you know curly or <laughs> whatever they are. They're amazing. They make art. So I would send them to him, and he would just be like, "Cool." Thanks. I'm like, dude, okay, look at it. Why it's like 13 inches it long. That's amazing. Okay, I said you that really so you need like a chainsaw. <laughs> I would end up, he didn't have, he had to go to work way earlier than I did. So he'd wake up, he'd get his morning coffee, do his thing, he'd take a shit, he'd take a picture of it and send it to my phone. Guess who didn't have to be up that early? Me. So now I am waking up every morning to a something that came out of Joe's butt. That is not the way I want to start my day. So I asked him, hey man, Knock the fuck off. I don't want to see your shit every morning when I wake up anymore. Put your fucking phone in bed. <laughs> so, of course, that encourages me to do it more because it's funnier. It's like a Folgers commercial. The best part of waking up is shit, shit pictures on, on your phone. phone. <laughs> Obviously. We can harmonize on that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you guys have any puke stories? Oh, 
Uh, oh, I puke all the time, and not all the time. I mean, from time to time. But I puke if I'm drinking too much, especially if it's like hard alcohol. I always puke while I'm peeing. I don't know why that's a thing, or if it's a thing for anyone else. But I I can't count the number of times I've been at a bar peeing in the urinal and vomit at the same time. Also, did it at Ben's house on my birthday a couple years ago. I'm outside peeing outside, and oh. I just uh oh, too much alcohol. Blech. Midstream, midstream, just barf. And Joe's then, so like chill. then I forgot I barfed and went back in and grabbed another beer. I was just gonna say Joe was just like, oh yeah, I barfed out back, like no big deal. Like it wasn't even a problem. He wasn't concerned at all. He's like, oh yeah, I just puked. like I was pissing and I puked. Duh, that's what happens. Whatever. No, you puked in our sink one time though. You're just like, hold on. And I was like, no, 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 no. And you were like, Bleh, like in the sink. I was like, no, oh, I plugged up a sink at a bar one time too. That was bad. And at our house, no big deal. Did did he remember doing it though? In the sink at your house. Oh, yeah. We yeah. always remember. We don't get blackout drunk. We just get stomach. Drunk enough to barf, mm-hmm. apparently. Yeah. I barf at every... Not barf. I gag at everything. <laughs> I have a I gag just, noise I'm at everything. I'm still trying to figure out today why I barf when I'm drunk while I'm peeing. It happens mm-hmm. a lot. More than it should, I guess. But <laughs> I would be sitting mid... Like, you're midstream. Like, you should, you know, be having a relaxing pee. And then it's like, uh-oh, nope. Here it comes. So just, I know that sounds inconvenient, but it would be so much more inconvenient to have a penis if I had to pee and puke at the same time. It would be be really hard to make that work out in a good way, I guess. I don't think I could land it both in the toilet. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you can get them both in the urinal. It might be like a contest thing. I don't know. I couldn't do it. I've plugged up urinals. I've plugged up sinks. Uh, I can't remember the worst place I've puked. Probably when I was a kid, because when you're a kid, you don't really know. Ben, do you have any puke stories? I don't remember hearing any good puke stories from you. I'm talking about for me? Wait for the lag. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, puke? All right. Uh, puke stories. No, I think probably yarking? the worst puke that I had was... Yeah, yeah, yarking or yammied um, was I yammied really hard when I was at the academy. I had eaten a lot for lunch. I was in my full suit and I was sitting on the end of the row during church. And you know how like when you shouldn't be sick, but you start to feel it coming on and like you try to you try to like tell yourself like, no, no, it's just a wave of nausea. It'll go away. But in the back of your head, you know, you got to puke. So I'm sitting there on the end of the row and I'm trying to tell myself like, no, no, it's just hot in here. Like you just ate too much. It's indigestion, dude. It came out of nowhere. But here was the crazy part. I yarked all over the floor in front of everybody during church. And the craziest part was that it was like a very like pudding consistency. It mounded up like two inches of concrete still wet on the floor and I had to immediately, and I, the funny part was I didn't move. Like I just bent over in front of everybody and grab. started yamming all over the place. And it just kind of like mounded up. And then like, by the time I was done, I went to the bathroom <laughs> and some of the, some of the, you know, staff members are like, okay, we're going to get that cleaned up. Like they stopped church and everything. And the, the pastor came up to me afterwards and he's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, actually I feel like way better after all of that. And he's all, Dude, that was like two pounds of food you just added up on the floor. I'm all, yeah, 
yeah, it was a lot, wasn't it? Like, uh, I really wish that would have just kind of like came out the other way, but it, it didn't at all. Ooh. Two pounds of food actually reminds me of uh, being on the houseboat a couple years ago, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my cousin had made a bunch of, like, steak bites. Delicious, by the way, like ribeye steak bites. And I don't know what happened. We were smoking weed. I think that was the problem is I, I smoked weed after I drank. So I got kind of, but I thought I, I barfed off the side of the boat. I'm on the second story of this fucking boat. And I thought I barfed off the side. Like, I could swear to God. No, he came out the next morning. You were like, <clears throat> <laughs> no, he comes out the next morning. He's like, who fucking barfed on the roof of the boat? I'm like, I barfed off the side. And he, he goes right over to where I was sitting. And there was a pile. Of, it looked like chunky dog food. Like it was this pile of steak bites. That's but. because Joe like unhinges his jaw and just is like, oh, 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 <laughs> and like doesn't even chew. He just like <laughs> ate them and was like, mm, awesome. Let's drink. And oh. then they came back up. <laughs> you got a pee pee? Oh, d- I, I do. Read the, okay. I to- Let's all pee pee. Let's pee together. Oh, sorry. I, Are we pee- okay. I have to pee like racehorse. Okay. okay. No worries. It sounded like you caught up for a minute, Ben. Oh, are you see peeing too? Are we <laughs> all peeing? Take a, break, I guess. a break or just a pee break? Because I don't know if she knows that. Do you have her number? Well, I mean, it's a pee, so we can take a break. Are you? Oh, but a pee takes like two seconds. No, I mean, it doesn't have to be a long break. Hey, sorry about that, everyone. Had to take a little break, so if you heard a little pause in the recording, um, that was definitely pee time, and everybody went pee. I came back, and everyone was gone. So they will be back momentarily for this super fun show because having these guys on is an absolute blast. Um, they're so fun to hang out with. It's it's honestly fantastic. So I just want to say um, thanks, everybody, for listening and, you know, being part of the show. I appreciate it so much. I appreciate all your support. So when they come back, we definitely um, have a, a couple of things to cover before we close it out. We're going to be discussing um, Joe's job delivering COVID shots. That's very interesting. So we're going to get into that. We're going to get into um, a little bit of silliness. I'm going to tell you my puking story. So we're just on a real brief hold right now until they get back. So I just want to say again, really appreciate your support. If you want to come on the show, 
that's fantastic. Um, make sure you reach out to me. You can follow me on uh, Instagram at Deplorable Janet. You can find me on Twitter at No Janet, K N O W Janet. Make sure you follow the guys from the Legit Bat podcast. You can find them on Podbean, which is where I am, and you can find them on every other platform as well. I will be joining a new platform soon, so keep an eye out for that. I will give you more information as it comes to me. So anyway, this episode has been super fun. These guys are super cool. Uh, Joe and Ben are related. They're brothers. Uh, Jen is Joe's wife. These guys are so cool. And the uh, boys from Dangerous World Podcast hooked me up with them. So really cool. Super glad that happened. So anyways... Um, I got to tell you guys my puke story. Are you ready? Yeah. So a couple of years ago, um, there used to be this bar that we would go to on a regular basis. And so, uh, we were good friends with the bar owner at the time. And he's like, Hey, for your birthday, let's have a lingerie party. And I'm like, dope. I'm down with that. Cause you know, I'm kind of a hooligan. And so we had this party, we go, we're having the best time and everybody starts buying me shots. The bartender starts mixing things that she was making up as they go along. Hence the story is why I'm going to say I don't drink liquor anymore. Um, because yeah, that's the last time I did and I will not do it again. But anyway, I had, I cannot tell you how many different kinds of alcohol on top of the beer that I normally drink. We had a friend that we had brought with us, and so we decided that we were going to drive him back home, and we're uh, driving on, you know, a, a big interstate, and I was like, oh, Greg, you got to pull the car over, I'm going to puke, and he's like, honey, um, we're on the interstate. There's nowhere to stop. Uh, can't stop right now. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like, I'm literally going to puke. And he's like, I don't know what to tell you. So I rolled down my window. And for some reason, he rolls down his window a little bit and the, the windows in the back seat. I hurl out the window. It whips around the car <laughs> and literally comes in every one of the windows that were down. <laughs> Plastered the headboard in the car. Our headliner in the car went all over the back seat, sprayed the person in the back seat, sprayed my husband. It was literally everywhere. I'm so like fucking hungover. Like I can't get out of bed the next day. And it is like 115 degrees. And he's like, I have to go out and clean out your car. <laughs> he's like, I know you can't do it. And I'm like, I can't. Like, the smell is going to make me puke more. And that poor guy, I love him so much. He actually went out and cleaned all of the vomit out of my car. Um, oh. Because I, it was kind of like a spray tan, only it was spray vomit that I Ugh. plastered the cart with. So, yeah. A little bit. That was the last time I ever drank hard liquor. 
Yeah. The very last time? The very last time because um, <clears throat> the older that you get, hard liquor hangovers last for like three to four days. Yeah. Yeah. And so like a beer hangover, like I don't ever get one. But if if I did, it would be like just a couple hours the next morning and then I'd be fine. But yeah, no, can't do that anymore. That's it's how rough. It is. The, uh even the little Keystone and the White Claw that I will, you know, admit we are drinking. Uh, gay. Yeah, it's very, it's fucking gay. Retarded. Uh, it's gay and retarded. Actually. Gay and retarded. <laughs> but it it doesn't last for very long. Like I'll wake up and be like, oh, I feel fucked off. But then by noon, I'm like back to normal. But I also realized lately, like we tried not drinking for some reason for a little bit, and I feel almost the same in the morning like i wake up and i'm like oh cool because your body's like, like this is what you need so yeah we water down our good. white claws with bubblies and with the sparkling water and we feel so much better in the morning but yeah in the morning we get up like exhausted <laughs> just like just from a good night's sleep from not processing alcohol all night probably. but i haven't barfed from <laughs> drinking in a long time i think the one when i was at ben's house peeing and barfed i think that was the last time i barfed from alcohol actually so doing you know what's really fun is um if you're a female and you pee and barf at the same time and you like the barf comes first and so you're huddled over the toilet to like barf and then the pee hits and it just comes out while you're barfing yeah that's what i've done that before like and then there's a puddle of pee on the floor yeah a little aerosolization yeah i've never had that i have so much to look forward to (laughs) i've definitely been barfing and been also like damn it i have to shit also because obviously like your whole body (laughs) yeah yeah down at that point goes into convulsion yeah it's like you're near death like get it all out like you're dying so i'm like oh my god what do i do i have to barf first but i definitely don't want to shit my pants so do i shit and then try to hold the barf in or do i barf and try to hold the shit in i've I've had that thought before for real And uh, I have failed once before where I barfed and was kind of shartered. I was like, yeah, I can. But I'm pretty like really good. I'm I'm really good, actually, I should say, with like self-control in those situations where I'm like, get your shit together, Jen. Just get it together. You're going to hold your shit in and you're going to barf and then you're going to shit. And I can successfully do that. I don't ever been on a cruise. Um, no, I have to take Dremamine just to go on roller coasters. So no. Oh, me too. Really See, me. Oh. you and I, you and I are related. I know. Yeah. We are. Um, so like <laughs> if you ever go on a cruise problem. ship, like I'm you perfect. can shower and sit on the toilet at the exact same time because the, oh. like the bathroom is that small. It's like a closet. Bet. And so, yeah, like if you ever have to like pee and barf or shit and barf at the same time like you're set up because it's literally like right there together cruises sound like the worst nightmare to me ever like that's all of the things i don't want like i don't want to be on a ship in the middle of the ocean that's terrifying enough i get super seasick i would have to have a constant supply of germamine which makes me a fucking tard and then i would want to drink as well a gay tard (laughs) that makes you tired and then yeah i'd be a fucking gay retard faggot whatever oh i said them all you said the combo this is definitely gonna get banned sweet but but you know the good thing about a cruise is that um literally 
the food is amazing. You can eat 24 hours a day, seven days a week, things that you would have never dreamed of or never heard of. Like the food is great and they serve like certain alcohol that it's always free. Like on our cruise, it was Bahama Mamas. I got some to add nice. to that. Those are good. I feel like all of those that, things would come back up. So that thinking of the after. <laughs> that was that was fun. <laughs> yeah, but if you're really drunk, then you don't you don't really notice the seasick. <laughs> no, and then you barf and you go get more booze. It's fun. I would like barf, be seasick, barfing up all this great food. I'd be like, this is so expensive. It's yeah. tasty like, twice. Yeah, but see, your, your food is the food is free. Uh. I, you know, oh, yeah, that's Katie true. was wondering about. Yes, Katie was saying the same thing though, because she brought Dramamine and a few other things uh, when we went on our cruise, thinking that she would be seasick because she was, uh, she's very, it's very common for her to get motion sickness and, and things like that. She was worried about it too, and she ended up not even using the Dramamine. And I mean, granted, we were pretty blitzed the whole time, uh, but. Right. The the ship is so like big that even when you're on the outside edge of it, you don't really feel it like too much. And uh, we ended up, you know, being on the outside with our cabin um, at the very top. And uh, we were supposed to have been able to feel it, you know, the most. And it really wasn't all that bad. You'll catch it every now and again. But I honestly think that you would do fine. She ended up not taking Dramamine the entire trip Mm -hmm. and absolutely said that it was a totally different experience in that way than she was expecting. You might do okay. Maybe. I, think I don't know. Get used to it, probably. Maybe. Yeah. I, I could just like go to a nice restaurant here on land and like get drunk <laughs> here at my house. Like, I don't know. It just, that sounds fun too. You can't so. take an Uber on a cruise. It sucks. <laughs> I don't want to pay to be sick. I just, it's not worth the risk. <laughs> yeah. And see, I only took it one time, but we were on a cruise for a week. Damn. And so I only took it one day, but it's because we had some kind of like, massive like storm or something that we were going through and it like everything was fine and you really didn't feel any of that until like I got off the boat and then I felt like the world was slanted sideways and it was so hard to walk on dry land once we docked I'm like whoa did somebody like shift the earth like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like on this angle because like I, oh, I didn't like, think about that the effect after yeah. off the boat when you remember used to oh, it, it was, the house it was weird we went on a houseboat with his friends a couple of years ago and i actually was fine i didn't get drimamine because they were out at the dock and i was like damn it this is gonna right. suck but it was totally fine i had no seasickness everything was great we went to sleep didn't get sick nothing was we drank everything was totally cool but uh, I went to work. We docked on like Sunday. We came back and then I went to work Monday and I was sitting at my desk and I could see like in my, it wasn't real. I could tell it wasn't real. But if I just looked at my computer, the world around me went 
That's it exactly. And then yeah. it went yeah. like that. And it was just out of the corner of my eye and like peripheral vision. It was really strange. I didn't feel dizzy, but I could see that. And I was like, that's a problem. So I don't want to, I did that for, that was one night we stayed there. So I don't want to do that shit for a week. I can't imagine the effects it would have. She just wants to stay at home with you, Joe, and get the personal tornado treatment. <laughs> oh, yeah. The legit that treatment. Oh, yeah, exactly. my God. <laughs> Everything's cool here. I moved to California. It's like across the country for me. I, I'm from the East Coast, so it's, it's pretty awesome just to be here. So I'm like, and just enjoying being on land in California. In the coolest part and of California. No, people. She's not a psycho. She is in a good part of California. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, no, we're not in Shasta County. Hey, look it up. So, so Joe, you got to tell me about um, delivering COVID vaccines. Oh, that's not actually as exciting as it sounds. I mean, I know. No, you got to tell me about that because we're going to have a story about that in a second. Oh, no. So it's just uh, we delivered the first vaccines to our county. And I think that was a big deal because I guess the news showed up to one of my coworkers delivering the first batch of vaccines. But uh, it's we don't get to see it. It's just in a in a box. Otherwise, I'd probably allegedly fuck with them a little bit. But after after somebody fucked with them, then they really kind of tightened down. Like we had to walk to a certain place to deliver them and all that. But we uh, we get them almost every day, and every place we deliver them, they're like, "Don't bring any more of these. We have enough." I'm like, "Oh, I wonder if that's because nobody's fucking taking them around here." So we stop. It's actually gone down quite a bit because they have such a surplus. Uh, one of the <coughs> uh, department store, or what do you call what do you call Safeway? a supermarket they have a, a pharmacy and a apparent you know vaccination site inside and uh they were actually keeping the vaccines because they have to be refrigerated keeping them in the store refrigerator like where the coca-colas go like because they didn't have any room in their pharmacy they were keeping them in the actual like store egg milk fridge so they're like please stop bringing these i'm like i'm not fucking ordering them but yeah, other than that, that's about it. I told you, it's not as exciting as it sounds. Yeah, and see, that's why I wanted to talk to you about that because I heard you talk about that on your show. And I used to be um, like in charge of our vaccine program and had to record everything, had to document. You have to literally keep them in a separate refrigerator from everything else. It's like just a vaccine fridge has to be a certain temperature. You can't have it in the door. You have to check temperature logs like multiple times a day and record it. Um, all these things. And then if you don't follow that protocol, like the state can pull your license. And so that particular store keeping it in a refrigerator where there's food um, they will tell you that is a huge no-no and they will pull your medical license in a heartbeat because that contaminates food. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like keeping um, like blood or, you know, whatever specimen that you take from a patient. You can't have it in the same kind of refrigerator because 
it's a contaminant and the vaccines are the exact same way. So like when I heard you say that, I was like, I just cringed. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, well, and they would like pull that provider's yeah. license without a doubt. Yeah. Well, this is a disclaimer then. Uh, this is just what I heard, not firsthand knowledge, not medical advice. What other disclaimers do you have to give on that? This is just things I've heard working at my job. Yeah. No firsthand yeah, and that and and. Can I see people doing that? Yes, because there are like doctor's offices and stuff or labs. I've seen labs do it where they will put their sandwich in, in the same refrigerator where like medical specimens are like Ooh. throat swabs, anal swabs, sputum specimens, whatever. And I'm like, mm. sputum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sputum. Sputum sounds worse than. So, spit. are you not a nurse anymore? I'm so sorry. I don't want to. I retired. Sorry, but oh, okay. I, I retired. Yeah, I retired. Um, I was teaching and working as a nurse, and I was working like 80 hours a week just teaching, and never saw my husband, never saw the kids. Like, literally missed everything. It was working, teaching a split shift, and it literally would see him maybe one day a week. And yeah, I, I was like, I can't do this. And so then I left teaching and went back to nursing. And it was the same kind of thing where you're supposed to get off at five. You make plans with your kids, your husband, whatnot, and it's nine o'clock and you're still at work. And yeah. And so we were like, we're in a good position. He's got a good job. So I, I retired and it's good. It's and a good time to retire from nursing, honestly. Yeah. 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 And it was really hard because it got to the point where I'm like, ah, I know so, so much information that I'm like, you, you take an oath to protect your patients. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I really can't function in that capacity anymore because I can't protect you if this is the things that they're pushing and doing. And this is the stuff I know. I can tell you something, but yeah, it won't be long before they're like, hmm, you shouldn't be talking to your patients about that. Yeah. So I couldn't in good conscience, like continue that kind of stuff anyway, but. I think um, there's been a lot of people that scary. have uh, kind of thrown in the towel on that because. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Especially if they're going to force them to get the vaccination to work at the hospital or whatever it yeah. might be. They're like, nah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. And, you know, I had a friend um, that lives in Maine and they were told today that if they do not get vaccinated at their job, they have to quarantine for two weeks because they're unvaccinated. And then she sent me the chart. They have like all these rules that they have to follow as an unvaccinated employee that other people don't. They're trying to make and I was like, out of people that aren't. It's like Handmaid's it. Tale. It's like a different version of that. Yeah. Shit, like where they're just like, yeah, making pariahs out of people for just not yeah. doing something that isn't really a big deal at all. Yeah. And they, you know, they told them too, that like, if you travel like out of state, we have to know where you're going, um, who you're staying with, who you're visiting, who else you're going to see everybody's phone numbers, everybody's addresses. And I was like, Oh, the fuck my employer is not entitled to that information. 
I'm sorry, but that's, that is completely no. I would never give that information out. I'd be like, well, it's a, it's different because it's um emergency. That's how they're getting away with the vaccine in the first place. It's not approved by the FDA. It's um, emergency right. use. Emergency use only. Yeah. Yeah. So if they took away that state of emergency, it would actually be illegal for them to even administer the vaccine to anybody, which is crazy. Yeah. So that's why they got to keep this train rolling on the uh, emergency. That's why they're still pumping it up because they're like, we can't give the vaccine if it's not emergency. So everybody be scared still. Be scared. <laughs> 100%. And it, it's, there's so much fear porn out there. Um, me personally, I would rather watch real porn than fear porn. But that's just me. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I think Ben's. I think Ben's actually watching porn right now. Ben, are you watching porn? Oh, he definitely is. Hundred percent. God damn it! Yeah. Damn lag. <laughs> <laughs> He's so ashamed. He's not going to answer <laughs> in detail on that question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here, okay, so maybe I will so, a little bit more in um, detail. We're going to wrap it up, but I just want to say, okay. Okay, do it. <laughs> okay, not really all that detail. I, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of the idea of fear porn. I don't think I've ever seen fear porn. Uh, it's not really something that I would search or is in my history for Pornhub. Uh, so, I, yeah, just regular. I'm pretty regular kind of guy you just have to watch cnn i got where it was going and uh it was going down ha ha land and i took a ride on topical (laughs) (laughs) and we're dealing with he's trying to adult yeah he's trying to adult right now um (laughs) so Good for you, Ben, for for trying to be an adult. <laughs> we all try. <laughs> so where can they find you guys and uh, where can they follow you? What's your social media and all of that good business? All the shameless plugs. Where our normal feed, our normal podcast is on whatever you listen to podcasts on, even Podbean. Surprising, I didn't know that, but we're on Podbean right alongside Deplorable Janet. So look us up there if you want. Uh, Apple, Spotify for now, I guess. Uh, and then we started the video channel on Rockfin, and that's pretty cool. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Instagram and Facebook. You can find the links there at. Uh, legitbat.com which is also our merch site get yourself a t-shirt whatever or a sticker actually don't get the stickers or a fanny actually, pack that. the stickers on that site <laughs> and got ones are awful don't get stickers hit me up for a sticker uh, or you can get the actual legit bat yeah but uh, just google we we found this out the other day that if you just google legit bat podcast we own the google on, under that name Besides the whatever the fuck you found. If you don't type podcast in, there's actually a... I don't even want to plug. Like, I don't want to help. <laughs> we don't even know what it is. But there's apparently some website that has a legit bat, but it, it's not called legit bat. It's called something else, but their bat says legit on it, <laughs> but it's totally manufactured. It's apparently not porn. There's a legit watermelon bat. I found it today. I was going to talk about it today. Yeah, I just forgot. Google I might do it on the intro. Google legit bat podcast <laughs> will pop up fucking somewhere. 
Yeah, you got to type podcast after. Otherwise, you might get a watermelon legit bat. Or look up black legit bat and see what happens there. I don't know that one. (laughs) Wait, a watermelon legit bat. That could be in the fetish category. Ooh, yeah. That might be helpful for anyone with anal seepage. Oh, have a watermelon legit bat up there. Not as big as a watermelon, but it's got the tapering. That'll help. (laughs) i'm dying (laughs) so anyway i love you guys so much it was so fun hanging out with you guys and we gotta do this again thanks for having me on your show and uh the big swap cast that we did last week really appreciate it you guys are a lot of fun so we're gonna have to do this again in the future hell yeah thanks for having us For me, for Joe, for Jen, for Ben, the quiet one today because of the lag, Um, either that or the word vag. I'm not sure which. And for me, I love you all, and we'll see you next time. Have a good one.